the XFL playoff reaction show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Yeah, get 50% off of your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN. And then, and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. And remember, after all that, to let it ride. XFL gambling podcast playoff reaction show. Oh, we've had a, just two big time games going on two blowouts really uh, in, on Saturday and Sunday in the XFL first uh, playoff uh, since the year 2000, I think it was, or 2001. Uh, look, you might just be wondering. And you know, if you're listening to this saying, who is this maniac talking to me? Uh, well, my name is Colby Swiggin, database Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. I went perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Four for four. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right? Yes. We have the Extreme Cup, the Million Dollar Game. Oh, we got a... Next week, they got the week off. And then after that, we're going to see the million dollar game in San Antonio. We're, we're here to talk about it all. Uh, I am joined by my co-host. The, uh, he is the, uh, the host of the bottom line bombs podcast. They called him the man in the box. And well, he's the, he's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. I give you C.J. Sullivan. How you doing, brother? Great. Also 4-0 in the selections, and we got an amazing future. My ride-or-die future, the D.C. Defenders, which I picked here day one. Show one of this XFL podcast. I went through the rubbage and they were the last odds or second last odds. And I locked in on DC and the beer snake and we're going to the championship game where they will. Yeah. Of course, mean, upset by Arlington, but we're also four and oh, amazing four and oh, including that Arlington money line, which was the easiest, easiest money. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, I, let's, let's, we'll talk about it in a second here, but we are joined right. by a third man in the boot, the host of the old fashioned football podcast and the NFL gambling podcast. We like to call him liquid lunch. It's almost dinner time here. So maybe it's liquid dinner. Uh, give it up for Justin Mark, AKA J Mark. How you doing brother? It's almost bedtime here. So yeah. it's liquid <laughs> nightcap um, for our friends at tally site. Colby, you missed one. What did you, I miss? You went five and one. Uh, one of the totals. I can't. I can't see which one. 
just says you missed one of the totals. So you might want to talk to your friends at tally side. If you well, hit them both. No, I think, I think on the show, I get, I went four. now. see, my thing is, is whenever I see the lines on tally site, I just um bang 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 doing it. Uh-huh. I actually because uh I actually you do pick a million things. I feel like so That's I understand. True. Well, no, like the week before, I definitely uh want to apologize to the guest out there if you follow. Did you that. go up, did you go over on a DC game too? Because your weather reports was disaster coming from both games. Hurricanes left and right. I went, Matter of oh, fact, we had coach Houston coach tweeting at us from the game saying. It looks clear as the sky can be. Didn't help Houston at all, but the skies <laughs> were clear down there. I went over in the in the DC game, under in the Houston game. Those that, right. that, that hit. Let's right? do it. Chip it. Yeah, that's yeah. what hit. That's what hit for sure. So, so look, Tally site. Sometimes when I when I look, it is before I either did the show or or after. But a, a week ago, I actually I actually had the wrong team that I gave away on the show. My apologies if you're hopping over to Tally site. <laughs> <laughs> Tally um, site is right when I'm accurate on there. <laughs> It's wrong. Very <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. If well, especially do with these spring games. Like I, I feel like, uh, uh, was it two weeks ago? The XFL lines on. So I went to submit them on tally site right before the game started. Right. Like, like 10 minutes before yeah. maybe three weeks ago, the, uh-huh. some of the lines had moved like four and a half points. So it's completely different than the show. So it's like, <laughs> uh, who, I, who would I take at three points? You know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to seven and a half. That so. DC game went off at two today, and I yeah. actually hammered it more. I'm like, that's just great. And like I said before, that we know it's just just great value. The, I don't care if it's three times. To- three times. So it's just uh, DC at home minus two. That was amazing. So, so I have futures. I know I have futures on f- you know five out of the eight teams in the league at one point. But <laughs> uh, uh, you know, preseason, I had Seattle and DC with C- with UCJ. We think yeah. we both took them, right? Yeah. And after week. Two, I think I took Arlington. Maybe week three. I'd have to go back and check. And then after week five, I think I got into the Orlando Guardians. And then after week seven, I think I got into <laughs> San Antonio. We got a Brahma share. Yeah, I should have. I should have just ignored the. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, we're not the only ones who like the Brahmas. Seattle Seahawks uh, are working out Jack oh Cone. What Jack Cone gets <laughs> what is happening the there? I mean, <laughs> what is his uncle Pete Carroll? I have no idea. I saw that and I go, no, I no. It. How, what have you seen on tape? Conan, a couple good last game games, uh, but no, I, I, I mean, I get that you. momentum. It's, get Stormy Normandy in there for if anything for crying out loud. He was like, "There's a guy that can check down." Yeah. We need him. <laughs> yeah, so we got Gino. Look what I did with Gino Smith. All yeah, right, maybe right? maybe he didn't have <laughs> yeah. the patience to wait two weeks till after Perez is available. <laughs> so I just got to get that code work out immediately. Oh man! So here we are. Let's talk about these games. The first game was Saturday. Yeah, the Arlington Ready. Actually, let me get us paid first, uh, folks. I want to tell you that the XFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Shady Rays and Shady May. I know that might sound like a girl you knew back in high school, uh, but no, we're talking about Shady Rays and Shady May. Uh, look, Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you uh, get an amazing 50% off, but you also get a chance to win $500 cold hard cash. All right. Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. Shady Rays also have durable frames and extremely, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of Iowa. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost or broken replacements. So if you're 
We're at the lemon party at Aldi Field today, and you left your uh, sunglasses. Don't freak out. All right. Uh, if you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Right? I'm gonna say, wait, where'd you go? No, none of that. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. Go to shadyrays.com. Use the promo code SGPN for fifty percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/shady for your chance to win $500 in the shady may contest. All right. We are back on the XFL gambling podcast and game one was well, easy. (laughs) We didn't sweat one second in this game. All right. Like the first drive of the game. I mean, and, and so Arlington was at Houston. If you missed it on Saturday and uh, just like we suspected Houston was ass. Arlington uh, decided to play better and uh, they had gotten all these parts over the past, like five weeks that I think uh, really had excelled them to play a lot better. I know that the game prior, they did not look great, but they didn't have anything to play for. So everyone counted them out. Dundee. No, the (laughs) everyone, everyone disrespected the four and six Arlington renegades. (laughs) Everyone being Vegas because Vegas is like <laughs> looking at their records all year. Probably has no idea they got Luis Perez, the right. second best quarterback in the league. Who was they're just gifted, gifted. yeah, gifted a quarterback. Let's talk about that for a second, guys. Because as much for as sure. Arlington looks good, and and I have a future, and I actually probably think Arlington will 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 actually probably win the uh, the Freedom or the no, not the Freedom Cup, the Extreme the Extreme Cup, the Million Dollar Game. Um, hmm. I mean, I don't want to tip my hand yet. I got to see what that line is, but I, I feel like uh, Arlington looked pretty money. They never at all trailed in this game. If, if memory serves me correct, they just dominated the whole game. And uh, I mean, this was so easy to spot. We felt like this and we got a one-star review. Shout out to our one-star reviews. All right. Because we, we were claiming that uh, the league might be rigged because the second best quarterback in the league was traded for a guy that we've never, I don't even know if he exists as a human, you <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, have we checked the, the tape on that? Just a made up video game guy, <laughs> right? Uh, a guy that, linebacker. A li- yeah. Reserve linebacker never played a down in the season. He's one of the programmers of the video game. I think that we made up characters or whatever, but, you know I mean? Like those guys like an NBA jam when they put the yeah. two nerds in there and Wolf they dumped it on Dominique yeah, and yeah. shit. <laughs> so look, I was perplexed you know, week by week as this went on, the Luis Perez, the Vic Bolden signing, the Kelly yeah. Bryant signing. I didn't understand how they were going to like getting all these guys. Uh, they got them though. And they look good. And they're on their way to San Antonio to the Alamo dome to, to win the championship. CJ, what'd you make of the game? And what do you make of this? Uh, our conspiracy uh, perhaps paying off. Right. I, I, ch- I, I, I uh, I'm glad you brought up that reviewer and I want, I'd like to challenge him. Um, if he can defend at all. Cause he said that we talked about conspiracy theories, like out of a whim with no facts or anything. like, first of all, that's how conspiracy theories work. But anyway, the, uh, <laughs> but if you can explain anything, justify anything about this Perez trade, then I'll listen to you that we're just making shit up. Oh. But like they were, I mean, absolutely gifted because they know they're going to playoffs and they got him a quarterback and they're a completely different team. Duh. Without it, like, yeah, no shit. The first two matchups for Houston had nothing to do with this because they didn't have a comparable quarterback that could throw a fucking forward pass. For me to buy into a conspiracy theory, I have to see the financial reward at the end. Right. 
Oh, this one's fucking obvious. The league's like, wait, the South is going to put these two teams or, mm. or maybe San Antonio in the playoffs to take on either Seattle, St. Louis, or DC. This is not going to be good for TV. Oh, let's move these pieces here. If I can move, since we own every team, let's move this piece here and this piece here. Yeah. And so to me and that, I can see the financial reward. We are, they're a lot more competitive. They look like I, a, 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 fo- yeah. a good football team now. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised. And I wouldn't be surprised uh, in a few weeks when they play the Super Bowl if this Arlington team is a hoshpodge of Houston, <laughs> Houston Renegades. They just pluck from their lineup yeah. and just throw Max Arlington. Max like, available. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to recognize Max Borgie? They can't because he'll stand out a bit. Yeah. If you know what I mean. But other guys, they can just throw fucking jerseys on there. They won't know. They won't know the difference. Yeah. They're staying in yeah. the same hotel. I do like that. That's a pretty good flex that Arlington got after they win. They got. They literally got to kick Houston out of their hotel. That is like, fun. That's <laughs> early check out for here, right? Right. Uh, J. Mark, what'd you make of the game? And are we are we nutcases uh, to be talking conspiracy still as we lead up to the uh, the million dollar game? Um, as for the as far as the game goes, we said it before. Why was Houston favored by six and a half? Yeah, went off at seven too. Why? <laughs> like Arlington was clearly the better team, that, and that was the only were- disrespect they got, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Cause like the Houston line, like obviously it was padded from the early in the season when they were blowing teams out and then it came down, came down, came down, obviously reality hit. And then last week, the meaningless game, Houston won again. Like they went right back to people like respecting Houston again. Like they were week two or week one, Houston. Who was uh, our play by play guy again. The guy who went to Arizona state. I forget his name. He does college football, but uh, you know, he's on the show and he's like, that's, uh-huh. that's the only time ever in a first half all year, they scored two offensive touchdowns. And I'm like, well, they've only had Luis Perez for like three weeks. And right. one of the weeks didn't <laughs> matter. Right. <laughs> yeah. But his uh, first, his first half was amazing though. He was trying to break right. That was, that was yeah. almost hilarious. Just DFS. Break almost break. made me a Luis Perez fan. That's how good it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> he did flatten out second. half. And then uh, as far as that trade goes and talking about the conspiracy now, look, before the trade happened, Ryan Mueller, who was the linebacker, he had two tackles on special teams. <laughs> He's had zero since being traded. So um, I still want but, to see you know, film of those tackles. That could have been made up. <laughs> that could have been made up being like, hey, if we give him a special teams tackle or two, you know, <laughs> right. no one's going to know who he is, but the stats will be there. Yeah. Um, it is crazy how you, that trade was crazy. Obviously Vic Volden all of a sudden, even though he's been injured lands on the team, um, they've put all the pieces together just out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's right. hard not to scratch your head at it, especially starting with the trade and go, what, what, how? Yeah. Yeah. But, and I look, I'll challenge any, any of those people that I love, look, we love the league. We want the league to work, but at the same time, it's like, come on, we're going to call a spade a spade. That yeah. shit made no sense. That'd be like the equivalent of like Kevin Durant getting traded for like, I don't know, like the 12th guy on, on the, the Cleveland Cavs or something. You know what I mean? And then just the <laughs> league being like, oh yeah, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say that's with the game. First of all, Houston, we, 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 uh, you, you of course started the entire, uh, Parade of shitting on Houston and calling them the frauds that they were since week since week three when they were four and oh. Four, I'm normally ahead of the curve, guys. I'm normally ahead of the curve. I, I, I will. You were. You definitely were on this one, and you took you took on all the redditors and Facebook commenters about it. I will say though, out of all those Texas teams, Houston definitely had the best fan support and the best and they and um and they did rally around them. So I, I not that I felt bad for, for fans, but they 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 put up a good effort. The team showed them, you know, 
to respect. As far as their play went, I think they went to Cole McDonald a little too early. I kind of wanted to see Silver's throw more, but then Cole. Well, it's it, classic Phillips. It they just change it changes the entire offense when they're around there, and it's like no one knows what's going on when they're switching those two guys around like that. Classic Wade Phillips, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen him with Rob Johnson, or Doug Flutie, with Tommy Maddox, or John Elway. You know, he's always doing this thing. Silver's only through for twenty-two yards. Um, the once again, I mean, they didn't commit to the run much. Borgie no. was averaging s- just a shade under seven right. yards to carry. That's- no, and, and he heard with the and another thing with the DFS. If if we're going to do improvements on the XFL here, since we're since we're on the subject, J, I, I love as much as I love getting J Mark's uh, slack injury updates five minutes before kickoff, <laughs> and I got to rush to see if I can I can change my lineup. What are they do? Why is everything a cloak and dagger news injury report? It's only a goddamn playoff game. We're getting <laughs> Browns out right before kickoff. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. plugged in. Now he's stuck in there. Everything. There's no no news of him all week of being hurt. And then he's just they fucking pulled him out. Yeah, and I'm, I, they, and I'm glad I had a know. piece of. I'm also glad I had a piece of Sal Canella, who apparently was a, the only one who didn't score, get any yardage on Perez's <laughs> career game. He's a decoy in this goddamn thing. Oh, what's going on out there? <laughs> Oh man! I, look, I I hope you listened to my DFS lineup because I did hit for a cold cold hard uh, five dollars. All right, yes, so appreciate you guys out there. <laughs> Hip it! All right, uh, let's hop on over to the other game. I mean, anything else? You weren't locked say? in with L. Brown. You got him out of there. I didn't have him. I didn't uh, want any part of that uh, renegade offense. Right. I had all my guys, but I had Phil Lindsay who ran for a nice negative three. Uh, <laughs> that was perplexing uh, as well. But. Uh, that's amazing that I even had my, I had a winning lineup with a guy like that. Um, but uh, by the way, real quick before we switch over, did you see? I I, I like in your talk about Wade Phillips because I I mean I lo- I would love Wade Phillips, would love Wade Phillips, and I love Stoops when they were when they were mic'd up for the handshakes. First of all, you, you had Stoops shaking hands with his coaches and celebrating, going never underestimate the heart of a champion. First of all, wh- what champion are you talking yeah, about, Stoops? What? But <laughs> but anyway. But he's saying that, and then as soon as he comes up to, as soon as uh, Wade comes up to him, he's like, "I don't know how the hell we did this, Wade. I mean, yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. we just pulled this out of nowhere. I don't, you're, you're I don't the know better what boys we did all year, <laughs> right? <laughs> right after saying, never run out of heart of a champion. Fuck them. I knew yeah. we do. I don't know how Wade, Wade. I don't know what the hell's going on out here. See you at the bar though. All right? Yeah, you, you're buying, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, is there anything else in this game we want to tackle? This was a, that was the one takeaway. You know, I kind of thought both these games were going to be close games. I mean, I thought yeah. Arlington was going to win on the money line, but I thought it'd be a one score game. These are two sure. ass whoopings. These are two ass whoopings. And I thought, you know, yeah. I mean, I took DC, but I thought that mm-hmm. would kind of be a close game. They'd pull away late, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, J Mark, anything you want to talk, touch base with, with Arlington Houston before I move on to the, the game that occurred today. Shout out to Coach Covo. He's excited for next year. Yes, Coach Covo, <laughs> absolutely shout out. That's what I was talking about, the Houston fan support. Yeah. I will say there was a Dino Blandino moment where he he announced that they go, Dino, if they challenge us, what would happen here? He's like, oh yeah, that would definitely be a 15 yard penalty if they if they challenge it. With plenty of time to challenge. And then Galloway's <laughs> like, uh, why doesn't someone text uh Philip yeah. <laughs> challenge? <laughs> yeah, text him right now. Tell him he's a challenge. D Phillips doesn't have a cell. No, phone. Phillips Come is on. old you school, know, yeah. Galloway. You know, if he does, he keeps that he's like my mom. My mom will have the cell phone but keeps it off. It's like right. only only if it's you know, if I get a car accident. 
Then she realized she hadn't had charged it in six months, right? And said, well, you hadn't been using it. Why is the charge not there? Right? Well, she's right. If you have it on, then it's going to run out of battery. You keep it off. That's why it stands out, stays charged. Um, Shout out to Mama Dundee. Though, yes, Mama smart, Dundee. Smart she's fantastic. Phone. Not with her cell phones, but a lot of other stuff she is. Um, guys, let's talk about the next game. Sunday, uh, Seattle. Seattle and uh, at <laughs> Seattle and DC is uh, I think me and J Mark were pressing the same button at the same time as far as yeah, uploading the graphic. No, you're good, buddy. Um, this game uh, kind of went a little shock. I, I thought DC was the flat out better team. I, I mentioned this last week when it was in Seattle. I thought mm-hmm. that score was was misleading. DC owned the line of scrimmage. Derek King fumbled a ball that got returned back. They also had a, 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 a kind of a wild interception situation. Yeah. And Tayamo got injured. Uh, I still thought this would be more of a game because DC whooped their ass, putting the kibosh on uh, June Jones's offense. I know that the final stats will say Danuch, no, and shout out to XFL Jim who goes, the problem was Danuch didn't throw interceptions or fumbles. You, you got to have some of those for Seattle. You got to have the pull Danuch. Yeah. Uh, although in Danuch's defense, he tried on that touchdown. He tried so, to make that interception and went through two DC defenders' hands, popped up, and then it had to be a touchdown. And then Danuch's like, ah, it's a Danuch. I tried to give it to everybody. <laughs> but how about the committing to uh, running the ball? Seattle running backs had two rushes for negative three Terrible. yards. Shout out to June Jones in that capacity. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they got their ass kicked and Greg Williams. I, I look, I, I was on a uh, hoops Peterson earlier in the week and people were kind of bombing on Greg, Greg Williams defense. And I was like, dude, that's a bunch of bullshit. You can look at the final yardage all you want that the team stays aggressive. I actually think it's one of the harder defenses to comprehend for, from an opposing quarterback because they're always blitzing. Now, yes. Do they give up large chunks of yards yardage at times? Sure. But they, they, you normally have to play a very tough game mentally against Greg Williams. And, uh, I know that, uh, Danuch didn't turn the ball over, but man, what I, what was this? I feel like I read the yardage like midway, midway fourth quarter, or maybe 12 minutes left first fourth quarter. They don't, they'd only had like 30 yards of offense in the second half. Yeah, the second half was a bloodbath. Uh, I believe what Greg Williams did was brought hell today. Uh, Kobe D as he told, as he said, announcer before the game hand, he goes, are you going to bring hell? He goes, Oh, I'm going to bring hell. Hell will be brought. He kept trying to get that quote in there. Like to make it sound right. Hell will be brought. If there is hell to be to delivered hell coming with me, like a yeah. tombstone, but he just, right. fumbling it. He, he was trying, he tried every format there was like, if hell will be delivered, I will be the parcel. Uh, hell hath no fury. <laughs> <laughs> like a Danucci scored. I don't know what he was saying, but it, he, he did bring a lot of pressure. That second half was just absolute, absolute. Uh, yeah. Just a, a massacre. And my guy, Ethan Wolf DFS play one catch, 26 yards touchdown. All right. Touchdown That's how for, he does, baby. Touchdown for the POS. Uh, it's interesting. You look at the numbers here and you're like, well, Abram Smith only ran for 48 and he had 23 carries. How the hell did this team win? Well, they won because uh, Jordan Tayamu. Yeah, it is interesting. He threw two picks. You know, like if you l- were just blindly looking at this stuff. Yeah. This is how you bad ones an, too. This is how you win an XFL game. You go, well, which team committed the turnovers? Uh, DC, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which team uh, basically got dominated from a uh, from a yardage standpoint? Which I'm I'm double checking that to make sure that's accurate. Uh, no, they didn't actually DC won that. This defeats my purpose. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> DC uh, had some pretty, DC had some pretty big chunk plays for sure. And, um, 
but yeah, Tabo had some bad, he had some Danucci type interceptions in the end zone, trying to force it. And then like, he also got hurt towards the end of the game, which I luck. Luckily there's a media bye week before the big XFL championship. Game. <laughs> it was 30. So to, it was 30 to nine at one point in this game, 30 to nine. That was an ass kicking. It was an Most- ass kicking. I mean, how many times besides the, the St. Louis battle Hawks and, uh, and what the Orlando guardians, I can't think of a, 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 any other game that got to a three touchdown lead. And this, this game did. So I, uh, Dundee, I was telling me and Javok were talking beforehand. I mean, Lewis, Greg Williams brought hell pressure all the time. Five to one ratio. As he was saying, were you shocked how June Jones and that offense couldn't really adapt to it? And it was all five yard passes by Danuch and like just getting it out of his hands quickly. And nothing was nothing doing. I don't know if it was the weather, but a lot of drop, there was a lot of drops in Danuch's defense, but like, they just didn't know what they weren't throwing. They didn't have throw downfield at all until towards the end when the game was already over with. Yeah. 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 You're right. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I thought June Jones would commit to the run more Philip Lindsay awful. But this is hurting Philip Lindsay's career. He should have just stayed at home. I'm right. serious. Like he should have, he should have stayed at home or gone to the USFL where they can actually run the ball. Yeah, um, I think he was just trying to get a sweat before he goes to the Broncos. Someone said he was he already has a uh, Broncos invitation or something. Yeah, I heard that. Interesting. Well, look before we we talk a little bit more about this game, I want to tell you that the XFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Uh, best ball mania is here and underdog fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Plus plenty of ways to uh, win with the NHL MLB and NBA with their player prop parlays, which are absolutely fantastic. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by the Kentucky Derby. Yes, it's Kentucky Derby week. So you're going to, yeah, come on. How great is this week? You got the notorious OTB podcast, which our guy Chase Sessoms uh, hosts. So go listen to that thing because, oh, always fun. Always fun. And uh, look, well, who doesn't love a mint julep and uh, catching the ponies, bringing them, dialing back? You want to talk about America's past? This is really America's pastime, right? Watching some horse racing. This shit used to be huge back in the day. Um, I love it. Boxing and horse racing. Boxing and horse racing, man. So uh, look, get over there. Check out, uh, check out uh, the notorious OTB podcast. Love the name on that podcast too. And the artwork as well Uh, for all your triple crown bets. Plus leave a review for the show, wherever you get your podcast between now and Belmont Saturday, uh, Saturday, June 10th, and you'll be entered to win a uh, drawing in a uh, canvas print of the wolves of uh, one of a fallen, <laughs> fallen Bob painting. Why do I not know what the yeah. fuck this is? Uh, it's post time, though. I'm assuming <laughs> I, I'm assuming this is a horse, right? Oh, I just man. don't know. Lu- is, lucky, it is. Okay. It's like Lucky Lindy. Um so check out the wolf is, is chase Sessom. So you got to check this out. This fallen Bob painting's fantastic. And uh, yeah, look, and you know, art always helps your chances of getting laid. All right. If you have art up on your wall, I, I guarantee you your chances go up about 12% of, uh, cause it, all of a sudden you look sophisticated, All right? Uh, Art's a good wingman. Yeah. It's great wingman. Doesn't talk. Doesn't, doesn't mm-hmm. botch anything. You can, you can even lie and say, cause Oh yeah, I did that. I did a painting of Fallen Bob. You know what I mean? Like it just <laughs> makes you look more sophisticated, more classy. You can do all that good stuff. 
Uh, so check out, uh, you know, obviously the sports gambling podcast network and the, the notorious OTB podcast. So do that. And remember as always to let it ride. Uh, all right, guys. So, I mean, I, I was, I, I kind of was not shocked. I believe I called it just like the 91, uh, the 91 Falcons when they came to DC and it was a little too wet for them. You know, their speed doesn't go on that tall grass. And, uh, you know, I just feel like there's, look, I love the uh, June Jones is friend of the program, but I don't really buy into, uh, all that shit at the end of the day. Like, yeah, I think you can have playoff teams and the way that football is changing. I think it's possible to win championships with run and shoot and air raid philosophy. I do. I believe that it's possible. However, I think it's still unlikely the line of scrimmage. I, I, I think you got to control the clock some, and you got to be able to run the ball and establish, you know, yourself besides just counting on dropping back 85 times a game. I know I'm old school, but what do you guys think of that? <laughs> I think, I think how quickly you've tossed away your Seattle sea dragons and you chose <laughs> It dismissed them. I told him it would never work, even when I was buying <laughs> futures on him. I told my good friend Jude Jones, this fucking chuck and duck offense is never going to work when the lemons come raining down upon you in DC. Well, look, it might work if you get a little. If they would have got to the uh, million dollar game when you're in that dome, probably would have worked. Well, you got to go to the no, elements. You got to go to the lemon no, party. It was the snake. It was the snake a, pits. You know, it was a bad environment for sure. And and out and shout out to Audi Field and Buzzard Point. That place was lit, as you guys say here on the college experience a lot of yes. times. That yes. that 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 was a great environment. That St. Louis, obviously number one with the crowd with the with their sellout crowd I mean, was half the crowd is not there. USFL should be flexing num- that. <laughs> <laughs> but a tight number two is definitely DC. It is packed there, even though it's 15, 20,000, but it, and they're fucking nuts. The beer snake shit. I mean, they're fucking, it is an absolute party. They deserve everything about this. Uh, and look, it's and, they Louis- got, and they got to them. They, they unraveled, I think too. Seattle, the, the, the eight penalties for first downs are between 13. Oh How yeah. About that double 15 yarder. You got a 15 yarder for yeah. late hit. Then the 15 for kicking the flag. All right. I love kicking that. the flag like, is an extra 15. On. Like Just it's the most effeminate thing too. Like kicking a little beanbag flag. At 15. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, they, they were rattled though. They pissed them off cause they, they were they imploding. Did. They were certainly imploding. And look, I think, I think St. Louis should try to find one of these MLS fields. Cause I think that's the way to do it. Cause it still looks way better than when you see a St. Mm-hmm. Louis game, in my opinion, uh, guys, I know we have to preview Arlington DC, but I think that's going to be next week, but just right now. Yeah, we got time gun to your head. The Renegades are catching six. I don't see a money line available at the moment, but the total is at 46 and a half. I'll have, you know, unless something changes, which who knows that uh, we'll even get the news. I think the Renegades are the play, right? Hey, Mark. Yeah, uh, I agree. I got to back up though. Cause you didn't ask me what I thought about the sea dragons defenders game. So I'm backing oh, us up real quick. Yes, back it up. Jay Mark, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. Two things happened that uh, I feel like swung the game. First June Jones got knocked down. Um, <laughs> maybe that rattled him. He's a like too 80, much, man. But that, that's tough. Yeah, I know it was interesting before you hopped on. I was talking to CJ. I said, Seattle surprised me how they came out and they could move the ball really well. 
And then mm-hmm. they showed a clip of Greg Williams saying, all right, I'm getting pissed off. And the announcers <laughs> are like, oh, they're going to start bringing the blitz. He's pissed now. And it was literally all downhill from there. Yeah. They could not adjust at all of that blitz. Danucci couldn't do anything. They went three and out as soon as Greg Williams said that. And they just couldn't do anything. It was incredible how he he literally, he just said to the guys, I'm getting pissed. And that was it. And then it was over, basically. That was the end for the Seattle Sea Dragons. He's the best defense coordinator in, in this league, too. So, I mean, I think, look, I don't give a shit about all the numbers. They, they're the hardest. They're the hardest team to understand. I just love how all year the ra- the rating system, the Dundee rating system, was only on numbers of yards. And yeah. now get that shit, throw it out of here. Let's throw play it for out a million dollars. Throw it out of here. But no, but he has been. Look, look at look at that. How many pick sixes? I would be curious to know how many pick sixes they have compared right? to the rest. No, of I agree. Yeah. Also, shout out back to back weeks of Puka Williams sightings returning kickoffs. The fumble, lawn the mower man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had great returns today. A couple of returns last week. Did they did cut Armstead? Is that a thing? Yeah, he was cut. Yep. They got him out of here. I think it was. The, it had to been make to make room for Pook, I guess. But the the the. The, the eight toed lawnmower man looking good. He might be. I would love to get a first touchdown prop on him in two weeks. Oh, yeah. And they, look, they cut Puka and then he I got know. cut. Then he went by, to, I think then, he went to. Go ahead. I think he went to St. Louis, didn't he? Yeah, I believe so. And then they cut him. And then all of a sudden, oh, he's back in D.C. That's what I love. This is the story I want. I don't want to hear Perez learning how to play on YouTube. <laughs> I want to see the lawnmower man cut and mulched and weed whacked all the way back to, back to DC. Now he's in the championship game. He's going to return the opening kickoff for a touchdown. I'm calling it. Oh, I love it. This love is, it. I got I got a root for Perez or Tom who you, you realize how difficult this <laughs> right. is. For yes. Me. You That's made your true. bed week one with this one. This was, down, this was bound to happen. Rooting for Brian Scott. Damn it! I don't care. Are, are, what, like I know we still have to do the show, but are you guys all leaning Renegades with me, or or what are you doing? What are you guys doing? I am not. I'm I'm leaning DC. I just DC's been my team all year since episode one. I think six is an uh, easily coverable number. I think I mean in a dome and an easy in a, a soft environment. I mean, DC if the offense just rolls. Yeah, I yeah. think that. I mean, see. Let's not, I mean, let's not, let's not upgrade. Let's not uptick Arlington too much because Perez had a good first half against Houston. Good for him. But I mean, we, we all knew coming into this, that the winner of the DC Seattle game was going to be champion. At least that's what we've been through it. Like let's not get too uh, caught up in that. And that's just, I mean, anything under anything six or under I'm, I'm, I'm not playing Arlington. No way. What's the logic on a, on a 12 day break? Uh, They don't want to go up against the Derby. Is that what I mean? they had to get their deposit back. I mean, it was a rental out like who knows, like, you know, like was there a circus and maybe the rodeos in town in San Antonio? Is that it? Uh, I mean, J Mark, what do you think? Totals wise 46 and a half looking, I know we're going to dive into this in a week and you know, but still just right now, these numbers could all change uh, 46 and a half right now. Eh, I'm, I'm on board with the over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I this is the last game of the year. They got to leave it all out on the table. So I like the over as well. Um, I would wait on the six because I think it's going to creep up in DC's favor. I think you're going to see seven, seven and a half. Uh, so I would wait on that because I, I think I'm liking this Arlington team too. Um, they I have agree. twelve weeks to prepare for this def- this defense and this blitz. I think that's going to be the key. Twelve if days. They can twelve days. Twelve days. Sorry. Yeah, they have twelve days to prepare for this. So you know. 
I think that should be enough time. I mean, Stoops isn't a bad coach, no, you know, I, so I, I think they could get this in line and, and be competitive against DC. I agree. If you do like Arlington, definitely wait. Cause I don't think any money's early money, whatever's coming in on Arlington at all. Right. De- I think it'll definitely go up to seven and, and definitely with the over, especially with the rule. It's weird how people really aren't taking advantage of the rules. Even today, uh, I, I, although Hazlitt, I think is just perpetually confused on the sideline. He had no idea what is going on, but like not doing an onside kick when they scored a touchdown, but onside kick, I mean the fourth and 15, you know, yeah. like with that yeah. punting the ball with like eight minutes to go down 30 to nine. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. Yeah. I was a bit confused. It was a little Terrell Buckley going on. Little uh, what going on, but the, the onside thing is set up for this and then they don't do it. Like I don't, yeah. I didn't ever, I didn't get it. I, I agree. I agree. Uh well shit I mean we got one game of the uh the the crossroads of success where success meets crossroads um, <laughs> bittersweet go, going on uh you know May thirteenth Saturday five o'clock at the Alamo Dome unfortunately in one of those filthy domes I love that weather in that DC game man that sh- that field was yeah. looking beautiful it was looking like that was- just a, that's the way football should look. That was a fun game, and the fans were partying it was oh, fun. The I mean, I mean, yeah. was rocking everything was, was good about it uh. Well, yeah. Uh, how about that? Undefeated season at home at Aldi. They're yeah. only bl- they're only blemish to the Stormity Dormity. I wonder if they played NFL team there because they beat yeah, them. Huh? I mean, yeah. <laughs> fucking Aldi, legit. You know, sir beat the Commanders. I'm sure. The the, the who? Let me let me yeah. Yeah, let me let me let me say it for Dundee because he says it so much on Twitter. The who? Who are the Commanders? <laughs> I know I was opening it up for him there. <laughs> Criminal shit going on in this world. Everyone's just a corporate sellout. Uh, go Redskins. All right. Redskins are winning the X, the, the XFL championship. All right. Yes. Just like they did in 91, baby. Bring back the Ripper. Mark Rippin. Uh, folks. Love. I don't know what else to talk about. You guys want to talk about the, well, who do we I do the like, the, I like the 91 Redskins land of reference. You pulled out when Dion said, that's when Dion came out dancing, right? And the, uh, yeah. the whole thing and Charles Dimery. And then they fucking got smashed in Washington. And then we'll talk about you. You're going, you're going to, you're checking, you're going to be our international media man for the, for the super bowl here for the XFL championship game. Well, look, you a lot guys, of things in the XFL didn't make sense this year. And I said, what if I go to, South America to watch right. the XFL and push. Yeah. Them. I'm going to be out there on the front line saying, guys, I'm going to go to their sports bars and say, can we put on the million yeah. dollar game? All right. Take the, take the temperature out there. See what the buzz is out there. I'm sure there's a lot of talk about Jordan Tamu down there in That's South America. <laughs> Luis Perez. And maybe you want to educate him on that. I'm sure they'd love to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Look, I have the latest odds. Let's, let's get out of here with this. I want everyone to All go right. subscribe to the notorious OTB podcast. Oh, actually, no, these are not the latest odds. This is last year. Uh, <laughs> all right. I don't know. Go listen to uh go listen to that podcast because I can't find shit right now on the fly. Trying to, uh, trying to get us to handicap the Kentucky Derby folks. Uh, we appreciate you rocking all year and don't just get leave because we are coming back in about, uh, I don't know, seven or eight days. We'll be back talking uh, the extreme a uh, million dollar game. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have you covered from the spread to the money line to everything. Yes. All right. So make sure you subscribe to the XFL gambling podcast and, and check out. I know we got a little week off here, but that's a perfect time to check out the bottom line bombs podcast, uh, which CJ Sullivan host 
and also you know, the, the old fashioned football podcast, which Justin Mark host and, and the NFL gambling podcast. We just had a huge draft. All right. They're going to be breaking it all down over there. So check out those episodes. I also host the college football experience. We got a bunch of shows. We're talking the transfer portal is batshit crazy. It's like the four Oh five on a Friday. All right. There's a million people every day. I just sign in. So we're covering it all over there. Subscribe to the college football experience. I also host the USFL gambling podcast. So we will have episodes this week talking about the United States football league, but uh, yeah, uh, we appreciate you rocking all year long with us. And uh, we're excited for the championship game until next week. Uh, get the SGPN app in the app store in Google play store and listen to that Kentucky Derby episode. I'm sorry. I don't have the odds. I was trying, I was trying on the fly to pull it up. <laughs> didn't work. Didn't work. But uh, anyway, until, uh, until next week, this is the XFL gambling podcast. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. X marks the spot. X marks the crossroads. Two straight lines crossing over in the middle. That's the letter you must see to find the treasure or the clue or the X-ray machine that's looking right inside of you. X is the letter without which one could not do. X. Marks the spot.